Ho, ho, ho! Happy Friday the 24th. It's Christmas Eve day. It's heading back to the window, except not really. It's our NFL preview show at our regular time, but we're not doing our regular show. Confused? Hey, stick with us. You'll be even more confused at the end of the hour. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com, and joined as always by... Scott Reichel, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together, we do this every single weekday, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as Scott and I guide you through the troubled waters of sports betting and help you head back to the window to cash those tickets. It is uh, nice to be here, Scott. You've had a, a good week so far? It's been okay. Can't complain. I know that the play of the days, I was on a hot streak. I think I've lost two or three in a row, unfortunately. The worst part of a player prop when you end up taking it over is when you say the only way your play can lose in the video, and that's ex exactly what happens in the actual game. Speak you it into that happen to you? you speak it into existence, Scott. No, no, I don't. I don't do those sort of things because you speak those things into existence. That's uh, you're Just young. saying it was one of those where I said in the video, I Dejounte Murray over points, rebounds, and assists. I said the only way this loses is if he has a terrible shooting night. Three for 16. Well, I mean, that's not exactly, like, earth-shattering. The only way he doesn't score these points is if he has a bad shooting night. Uh, no, but the point is that I, I wasn't worried about the rebounds or the assists. I okay. just figured he would have a mediocre offensive game and we'd go over. I just, what I'm saying is I would be much more impressed. Like, the only way he loses this is if an old girlfriend comes in from out of town and there's a confrontation with his wife and there's a crash on the way to the stadium. And, and that's exactly what happened. And he's distracted. Uh, Nathan Serta in the house. What's up, brother? Uh, God dealt Jack, 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 Ace on three-line video poker. Fuck yeah. What'd that pay, buddy? That pay some, that pay some moolah? I certainly hope so. That's a, uh, that's a nice hit. Scott, do you play the video poker at all? you play any kind of, uh, slot machines, video poker, uh, Kino, any sort of things like that? You stick with the table games. I've dabbled a little bit. I, I had a feeling you were going to say Kino. Kino is just for fun. If you're just sitting there with a friend and you want to just root for some random stuff to pop out. Take a flyer. Like maybe. Take a flyer. Have, yeah. I can't say it takes much skill when it comes to Kino, but it's a little entertaining way to pass some time. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely true. All right, buddy. Well, let's talk about the NFL. This is going to be probably uh, half a G. Half a G. 500 bucks. Very nice. That's a nice little... That's a nice little Christmas bonus. I was... Uh, I was in uh, Rapid City, South Dakota one time, Scott, working at working a gig right before Christmas, and it was like... Jack Rabbit's game? Uh, no, 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 doing a gig, doing a gig. And it was a uh, brutal, brutal cold, like minus 40 outside, record-breaking cold in the Dakotas for December, so you know how fucking cold it was. But anyway, I'm opening for a guy, and the and guys, he, the headliner's up on stage. We're bolting as soon as the show's over. I'm sitting at the bar jacking around, you know, because I've seen his set five times playing video poker, I hit the Royal, pays like 1200 bucks. It's Sunday night, and there's a state law in South Dakota that says they have to pay you every jackpot in cash. So they had like virtually no cash on the premises. I, I had about $401 bills when they, when they ended up paying me off, and I've, that's what I've got stuck in my pocket. I get back, my car won't start, I have to take the bus back home. I've got my fucking jacket on with $1,200, including a horse choking 
wad of $1 bills that I guarded all the way home. So Did that give you PTSD from your time as a stripper? <laughs> uh, I, my time as a stripper, I, I never had a fistful of ones like that. I, I would occasionally be able to suck up some pennies and, and put those in my pocket. But no, I never had anything I had to worry about when I worked as a stripper. So playing 10 cent max. There you go. All right. Very good. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, that's my, that's my, that's my story as about, uh, about video poker. So anyway, not so fortunate was I in the NFL last week, Scott, I took, I took the Jaguars and I don't know how things could possibly go wrong when you hang your hat on the Jacksonville Jaguars, fine team. Everything's running smoothly in that operation. Couldn't be better. I don't know why they couldn't cover, they're terrible. What we found out last week, Scott, it uh, may not have been Urban Meyer's fault. <laughs> Just saying. So I had Jag Jaguars minus four and a half against Texans. They shit the bed, lost it outright, uh, never in it, whatever. You did a little better. You had uh, you hung your hat on fading your team, sort of. They still won the game, but you had Dallas under team total under 28 and a half. That came in with flying colors. They put up 21 in that game. Very good. Uh, what are we going to do with no sports? Dude, no shit. That was a... Uh, and I got to tell you, Scott, you and I talked about it before the show. I loved Memphis in that play. I had that all set, ready. It was written. I was ready to be a premium play. Hawaii's locker room was in turmoil. Uh, Cordero was leaving. The day-day uh, hunter, the running back, he was out. They had nothing. Defense is terrible. Fucking... Yeah. I just... I loved Memphis there. And you, and you texted me last night. That, that was kind of a shitty thing for Hawaii to do because they wait till Memphis gets to the Big Island when Memphis could have taken the spot in the, I don't know, the fucking A&M cancellation bowl, whatever. Was it the Gator yeah. Bowl? Oh, yeah. So they could have they could have had that spot instead of Rutgers. But no. That, I mean, they got they got a trip to Hawaii. The issue is that the seniors aren't playing football again. So right. that's kind of a letdown there. Right. I mean, yeah, that's I am kind of torn. Like, well... It's not like we flew to Boise and they canceled the yeah. famous Potato Bowl. You know, we're we're still in Hawaii, so uh, you know, all things considered, not bad. But anyway, that takes my yearly record to eight five and one on the season. And Scott, that brings you over over five hundred for the first time, maybe since week one. I'm not sure, but it's a. Uh, I think so. It was a fine out of the abyss. Fine effort as uh, it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. And we see that with the Packers and the Chiefs as they were two teams who were kind of uh, struggled to get going early. What's wrong with the Chiefs? What's wrong with the Packers? Nothing, nothing at all. So there you go. Nicely done, my friend. Uh, updating the records. So you still have a one game lead on me with. Three weeks to go, 16, 17, and 18. So we'll see. Wait up. Hang a second. I'm, I'm ahead of you? No, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're one game behind me. One game behind me. I was going to say, I, I better yes, not be ahead I, of you. I misspoke. You are not ahead of me. You are not ahead of me, sir. But uh, we'll see what happens after this week. I have a, another play I'm super confident in. So Max Moran in the house. Good to see you, Max. Um, it's a weird day with no sports. It really is. It's a, it's a very... It's a very strange day. We were out driving around last night with the family looking at Christmas lights and uh, get the update that they're not having the game because I'm like, well, I guess I don't have to go back and work. So anyway, uh, Nathan got screwed last night on the second half against the uh, Hawaii uh, South Florida game uh, went over. Uh, I didn't see I, I, did, I saw the score. I didn't see how it played out. Did you see that, Scott? Was it a was it a whipping? Was it a 
I did not. Bad beat. I stay a blade for Hawaii football, not for Hawaii basketball. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, buddy. Well, like I said, this is going to be a minute on this show because we're going to have to. That's kind of one of the reasons we kind of wanted to wait um, and see, try to get the latest inf- injury information, see if we can get anything off the injury list. We don't know much, but we might. The Cleveland Browns head to Green Bay for Christmas to take on the Packers. They're in the driver's seat now. Top seed in the first round by are sitting under their tree waiting. That's annoying. They I had, are sitting under their tree. I had the they I had ready to go. I've got the I have the NFL.com injury side up list, and of course, uh, it can't stop playing the fucking video. So apologies to everybody there. Uh, Miss Debo's rushing craft by Happy Yard. I saw that. I saw that. That was eesh. in North Texas, dude. I agree, Curdy. Um, an absolute. That game was weird, by the way. You had the interception in the red zone in the last minute of the first half, yeah. and then what? You have seven points the entire second half. Yeah, that was a really weird flip of the script. On well, they that couldn't. Game. They, they they had the ball. I think they had the ball in the in the red zone four times, and got nada. Got nada out. How of is it? North Texas's quarterback twenty eight years old, and he's coming back next year? <laughs> How does that happen? Didn't, didn't we see this movie? Wasn't that the one? With, was it Scott Bakula where they played at North Texas? The uh, where Kathy we Ireland was the kicker. What was that? Uh, I, that sounds about right. But a, a potential 29-year-old starting quarterback in college football. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah, that's a that's that's a. What's did he play baseball? Is that the deal? I think he did. Oh. Yeah. Very good. Oh, the fourth and goal. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, I and they were playing and well. Yeah, that's the thing. They were playing defense, and then forgot how to play defense. Although. Yeah, that's part of it too. Although you kind of, you've got to get some points out of North Texas because you know the defense isn't going to be stout. You know, they're going to be, if you're lucky, they're going to be good enough to keep you in the mid 20s, 20, 24, 28, something like that. You're going to have to outscore them. You know, that Texas, North Texas defense isn't going to just shut anybody down. But I thought they played. Well, I quarterback's they played not well. any good. We know that. But that interception in the final minute of the first half, I feel like completely just swayed the entire momentum of the game. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They were they were what down down four at that point, or down three, yep. going to take the lead, mm-hmm. and instead uh, throw it at the goal line. Just just brutal. Just just fucking brutal. So, um, can we officially say that perhaps, um, um. I'm trying to, with the, with the, uh, I don't know where you're going with this. Jimmy G, because perhaps a, oh. little, a little bit overrated. <laughs> well, I like how you mentioned it because, because, uh, Austin Un's interception to end the first half looked a lot like Garoppolo's interception to Kittle. He's threw it right to a defensive player. That's what made me, that's kind of how it went. That's what made me think. I of never that. thought Garoppolo was very good. I, people can describe him as being a game manager who can potentially lead your team to a Super Bowl if you have, one of the best supporting casts in the league. That's exactly what happened. So I made a comparison for Jimmy G. You can even make an argument for like a Mac Jones type, just because he might be put, he might be winning games. I don't actually know how responsible he is for the games that they're winning, but they're winning games most of the time. Is that a fair comparison? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're, but there's a difference in the NFL when you're winning games because of your quarterback versus in spite of or with a, your quarterback being a neutral kind of like Jimmy G is you know he had, and you know all the the Jimmy G apologists were out there he had a 91.4 quarterback rating going into that game he'd been good blah 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 he was just fucking dreadful last night that that there was no way what was worse by the way the interception the interception to Kittle or the missed juice check touchdown 
Which was worse? Uh, um, was wide open. Yeah, he yeah. was wide open. Yeah, the use, missing use check there was. I mean, that was, but that was such a dreadful pass to Kittle. He threw he threw two dreadful passes, and you know, you and I were texting yeah. last night, and I got a little bit of knowledge about the quarterback position just because I I learned a lot about it when I was raising my son. He wanted to be a quarterback, and so. Anyway, I've got a, a, a fair amount of working knowledge about the the mechanics of being a quarterback, and Garoppolo has terrible mechanics, and everything he throws. I'm not going to go down in the weeds and all that shit, but it's he, if you notice, everything he, everything he throws is high. He's he's fucking he either overthrows his receivers, they're fully extended. It gives them very little opportunity to catch and run for starters, and secondly, it gets them killed. Uh, if I was if I was a receiver and I had my choice of go to play here or there. I would take a lesser quarterback to avoid Jimmy Garoppolo just because I'm going to get fucking killed. Uh, it was just a threat. I think the most underrated. No way they should have lost that game. game. Was the pass to Ayuk on fourth on fourth and four? The pass to Ayuk where he overthrew him. Yeah, that was a pretty terrible throw too. Yeah, and in a big spot too, in a in a huge spot. Yeah. Uh, do you like the idea of a BYU Vanderbilt parlay in the Hawaiian Classic tomorrow? Do 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 do. Dude, dude, dude. BYU, dude, I don't trust at all because they've been falling apart. They've been falling over themselves the last month. Vanderbilt, I don't mind. I think that line's a little bit short on Vanderbilt, uh, so I don't mind them. I actually was looking at that game. I thought about uh, or that tournament. I thought about maybe looking at Northern Iowa against Hawaii because Hawaii's awful, but Northern Iowa's not exactly good either. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't have much confidence in that Northern Iowa team. I don't know. You know, Liberty shit the bed. I don't have any confidence in Hawaii. That's why I was asking. Well, I don't. I don't so, trust uh, either. I don't trust either one of those teams. I, I don't. Um, I I'd probably lean Northern Iowa there just because, like you said, Hawaii. Hawaii at their best has no chance to play uh, play with Northern Iowa as their best. Uh, this BYU team. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. They they kind of they kind of started their downward slide against against Creighton. Um, we thought well, when you lose outright to Utah Valley and then you lose a bunch in a row after that, that's not exactly a good sign of things to come. No, that was, that was, yeah, that was huge. They, they, uh, they beat Utah, had a big win and then turned around and played Utah Valley and yeah, couldn't get out of the state of Utah unscathed. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I would, I'd, I'd lay a nine. It's a lot yeah, for a, a neutral. That's just, that's just a ton Liberty. Uh, Trying to see if Liberty's been a nine-point favorite. Um, no. I mean a dog. I mean a dog. Sorry, yeah, seven and seven and a half against LSU. They lose by sixteen. Second game of the season, though, true road game. I don't know. I'd probably. I'm probably going to dodge there. Uh, what's your official? You, you down for that? I, I like Vanderbilt over Stanford. I'm not impressed with the Stanford team at all. Vanderbilt, I like. Yeah. For, I'm st- I still like Northern Iowa. I've just I've just seen Hawaii play. They can't score the ball. Whether they're playing against South Florida, whether they're playing against Vanderbilt, them scoring fifty is a celebration half the time. Yeah, they cannot one, score. They're one of those teams where, if you look at if you look at their stats, they they're not horrible, but they're like averaging in the mid seventies or whatever. But if you look closer, they put up big numbers against Hawaii, Hilo, Illinois, Chicago, yeah. and Hawaii Pacific. So anytime they've played a real team. Uh, they have struggled to get to uh, seventy, like just like yeah. just like you said. So, yeah, I don't I don't hate that there. And anytime anytime you, you a wise uh, 
going up against an actual team with some ability like Northern Iowa has. Uh, yeah, I'm all about that. Anyway, that was yeah. You want to start going through some NFL games? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get to, let's get to some NFL. Um, all right, so we're gonna start off with the Browns with the Packers. Packers six and a half point favorites right there. Forty six is the number as far as the injury information on this one. They've uh, they've lost. Mayfield is expected to return. Yeah, those guys are going to time out. That's the main one. May- Mayfield is going to be back. Jarvis Landry is going to be back. Uh, Miles Garrett is questionable. He's not COVID. He's got a groin problem. Uh, J.C. Treader is going to be out, I believe. Yes, he's he, he just went on the list, so he's going to be out the center. Uh, no place kicker, Scott. You're going to have to get a place kicker going. Chase McLaughlin is uh, landed on the COVID list today. He's as, also as fact. bad. So I was going to say it won't take it won't take yeah. it. well. In fact, my phone rang earlier. I suspected that's who it was. Uh, who else are we missing? We missing uh, Johnny Johnson at the safety position. Uh, that's more because they're going to get Delpit back, right? That's the other one you're getting back. Yeah, Delpit should be back, but Green Bay has a bunch of health issues, particularly on the offensive line. So that's going to be a concern for this game. However, if Garrett doesn't play, do I think Clowney can do it alone? No, but even with Mayfield back in the lineup, I am curious how he's going to look because this season Mayfield has not been particularly good. So I'm not saying that he's going to be awful in this game, but am I expecting him to light it up? No, I I still think that there's some value on, first of all, the under. It's another early game since it's not on Sunday, and the unders have been free money on these Saturday, Monday, Tuesday games, Thursday games. The under's been really, really profitable. So I'm going to stick with the under on that one. But I do think that Cleveland will keep it close for at least a half because of the injuries to Green Bay's offensive line, et cetera. But for me... I still am going with the Packers. I'm looking at this Cleveland team, and I want them to be good because I think they're entertaining. They're really just a mediocre football team. Is that is that a fair statement at this point? Just yeah. like three weeks left in the season. Yeah, there's 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 no question about it. They're they're just not a good football team. They're they're they have the capability of playing really good football. You you look at them on paper. They've got a lot of ton. They got a ton of weapons on the offensive side. They've obviously got. A monstrous defensive line. They've got a great defensive backfield, but you know they've had. I, I think more than anything, the situation with OBJ and then the Baker injuries throughout the season, be it the shoulder. And it turned out OBJ was actually still pretty good. Yeah. So then you got to wonder, you know, what exactly is going on there? Uh, doing a quick weather check in Green Bay because obviously you always want to look at the weather on Christmas. Is it cold? Is uh, you know what? It's gonna be it's gonna be manageable, dude. It's gonna be like in the high twenties with no, that, that was a joke. No wind, by the way, because it's Wisconsin middle of December. Yeah, I know. Of course, I, it's gonna be cold. I know, was, but it's, was, it's it's not gonna be horrible. It's gonna be thirty degrees with no wind and no rain. So you take that, right? Yeah, I know Scantling might not play. Lazard though has shown flashes and. Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams. I mean, that's just a complete lost cause when it comes to trying to guard him. But I do think Jones and Dylan will present some problems for this Cleveland defense. The offensive line, of course, is a concern, but we've seen Rodgers find ways with really just decimated rosters various times. The Arizona game's a great example of that. 
I just think Mayfield's going to make a couple of stupid throws. And I think that Green Bay will eventually, they're going to struggle, but I do think they'll eventually win by 10. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the way I've got it as well. I've got the cover. I've got the Packers at six and a half. And so give me the under. You're yeah. going to give me another Saturday game. How do I not bet the under? Yeah. Fair enough. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure why that's relevant. Sure. You're seeing the short rest. I, of course, Cleveland's on ultra. That, that's, and that's uh, another Cleveland factor in this game. On, Cleveland's on yeah. ultra short rest. They're they're Monday Saturday. Th- that was my point. Yeah. So uh, Baker Baker and Landry are activated. Yeah, that's and that was kind of the thought as long as because they were their ten days was up today, so it's going to be uh, Baker Landry and I can't remember who else was the other one. There was a third. But one do there. you think Landry gets ruled questionable in the middle of the first quarter when he gets injured, or the middle of the second quarter when he gets injured? I don't know, man. He gets injured all the time. I know. I know he's I and I he, man he is a gamer he is an absolute yeah, he's a good gamer. player he just always gets hurt these guys all the time can't you can't help the club in the tub Scott um, yeah. moving on another good game there on Saturday it's going to be the Saturday night game another one where weather will not be a factor the Colts taking on the Cardinals down there in Phoenix Cardinals minus one forty nine is the total right there Scooter you know this is such a huge okie doke uh you're saying for uh people loading up on indianapolis it has to be right i mean we, we it's the same situation where you're looking at a bunch of these lines and you're going wait a second arizona's favored they lost to the lions last week they're favored yeah and then you look over at indy and it's like oh no they beat the they beat the patriots they also have extra prep time because they played not on sunday last week so they right. do have some extra time to prepare for yeah, they have a, full, a full week it's like a normal week for them so the question is, do you think Arizona actually shows up for this game? Or do you think Kingsbury's teams continue to fall apart in December? I've seen his teams fall apart in December constantly. And the Colts, I think you're going to dominate up front. The, that's the issue that Arizona's had to face. It's because of the fact that the Rams pressured him throughout the entire game on Monday night. On top of that, they also ran the ball decently with Michelle. Then you're looking at what happened last week, and the Lions bring in some practice squad running back by the name of Reynolds who goes for 112 yards because and Arizona offense could not block Detroit's defensive line. The Colts have Buckner. They have some people on the, on the defensive front who can get after Murray. And I do think that Taylor will have success behind that great offensive line. I know it's an okie doke and all give me the Colts. I, I can't, I'm just expecting Arizona to go into free fall. You, yeah, and I really didn't I really didn't think it was that much of an okie doke. I mean, Arizona is still tied for the best record in the NFC and you know, they're leading the leading the West there, right? Or they the Rams have them on the tiebreaker, but either, either as of way. right now, the it's a I'm trying to remember the exact tiebreaker. I'm pretty sure the Cardinals have the breaker because the Rams lost to the Niners, I think. Okay. But I actually don't even know. Rick Rulers I'm is I'm pretty sure what I said was right. Rick Ruler says, check it, dudes. Bengals already beat Ravens this year. They are beating Ravens in Pittsburgh. Uh, same uh, in the season. Uh, the Ravens need the game more. Okay, fair enough. Uh, te- North Texas lockout sh- of the year. Sure, who's going to be quarterback yeah. for Baltimore? I mean, we're going to get into that game in a little bit anyway. Yeah. But I don't know who's going to be quarterback for Baltimore. As far as this one, I, I, I doubt the Arizona Cardinals' ability to stop the run of the Indianapolis Colts. That's... 
That's my yep. whole issue. They've got they've got another day to get rest. Of course, they you know they burn them with travel. So I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a wash. If it was a home game, it might be, mean a little bit more. But you know, this is this is an indie offense that's averaged over five yards a carry the last four games, and the Cardinals, while not terrible against the run, they have shown an ability, uh, an inability to stop the run against a team that's absolutely determined to run the football. So. I just I, I think they're fading, buddy. I, I think that's for real. I don't I don't think this is an okie doke. It might be, but I'll I'll go down in flames with you. I've got the Colts in this one over the Cardinals. Uh, as far as the total goes, for me that gets a little bit trickier. There, this is a uh, indie team that has been scoring the football pretty well lately. Um, I think I'm going to lean. I think I'm going to lean over in this. I'll, I'll take the. Uh, yeah, 49, though. It's another Saturday game. Give me the under. Yeah, I think 40, I think 49 is too much. I was thinking it was going to I was thinking it was like 45 or so. No, 49 is too much. I got to play the under with. I think that you can make an argument for an over, but then you remember Wentz is going to throw the ball what? 20 20 times in this game? I mean, you're yeah. looking at a spot where they're probably going to just drain the clock the entire time, run it with Taylor, set up some play action, but if you think Arizona is going to have a hard time protecting Murray, which has been an issue for the last couple of weeks. I do think Arizona's offense, especially since Hopkins is now out for the year, is going to be stuck in quicksand. I don't hate Colts team total over 20, yes, 24. That I don't 25. hate either. Uh, the real Jolly Rogers says the refs will continue to pe- propel the Steelers into the playoffs. They fucking better not. Not this weekend. No. No. I say no. Packing Colts on a teaser. Uh. I want to. T- I'm not, I'm not, I don't mind it. Yeah, I'll take the take the take the take I mean, the. You're, set- get, you're getting the Packers at around one and a half at home, and you're getting the Colts about plus seven, plus seven and a half. I've got the pack. I don't mind it. No, I've got the I've got the pack minus six and a half. Is that what you still have? You had six and a half. Yeah. I saw seven and a half before. Did it go well? I did these. When I I did these last night. So. I saw seven and a half. So I'm I'm assuming that it's mostly available at seven and a half. Let me check best. Here. Maybe you could find a seven so you can get Green Bay at one. But yeah, I don't mind that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those are in very very teasable numbers. You know they've they've kind of made a, they've made a lot of the lines long teaser proof. You know, but you can still I I still can't help myself. I still have to take a swing when I see a when I see a seven or an eight. I I still have to. Yeah. Uh, I still have to tease through the good ones. Especially with Rodgers at home, yeah, I mean, yeah, that just seems like a good spot. Yeah, that's that's solid. I, I would even consider just playing a straight parlay there if you want to play a two teamer. Uh, yeah, it looks like seven and a half across the board. Yeah, okay, I'll update that. Wow, that was Max is saying that they got seven on Fanduel. Yeah, so. I believe that. Well, like I said, it was six, it was six and a half when I did it when I did it late last night. Like this, I'm talking two o'clock in the morning. I put the I put this together. So that's that's some significant line move here on Christmas Eve day. All right, you and I both have the Colts there. We both got the under Buccaneers, Panthers, Panthers at home. Buccaneers laying a ten spot, forty-two and a half. Now we're getting into some nitty gritty numbers like that. I found this game to be the hardest game to predict, just because of the fact that, on one hand, Tampa has Antonio Brown, who hasn't played in about two months, mm-hmm. who hasn't even been confirmed to play in this game, but I think it's a safe assumption he's going to play because he's been practicing a little bit. You have Gronk. You have no Fournette, you have no Godwin, you have no Mike Evans, but you're against Cam Newton. 
And I have with, no with, idea. With a little, uh, with a little Susan of uh, of Sam, Sam Darnold. Darnold. Yeah, absolutely. J.C. Stone has a, a great question, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday. He says, "Should I wait till right before game time to wager on the game?" I would say you don't have to wait right until game I time. I think. Well, I think you have to wait till day of. I think. I think. Yeah, you can, close to once. The, once it officially comes out, who's activated and who's not, then I think you can make some moves. I but even think you could. I do think. I think you can get up on Sunday morning and make your plays. I think you can get up at eight o'clock on Sunday yeah. morning and, and make your plays. If it didn't happen the day before, I do think you're probably yeah. okay. I do think that for most situations, of course, you want to bet early because you want to beat line movements, etc. Right. When it comes to COVID, the lines are going to move themselves if there's somebody who's a surprise inactive. I'm fine with waiting, really, in any sport. I've been willing to sacrifice a couple of points here and there just for absolute injury clarity, and I've had no regrets about it. It's kind of what you have to do at this point, wouldn't you agree? Yes. I uh, Max, I don't believe players are tested right before the game, and I know they just relax testing standards. F at, least for, at least for vaccinated players, they're testing them less time. So... My guess would be they probably test them the day before, whether that's Friday or Saturday. And I think that's, I think that's it. Scott, I haven't seen a lot of day of COVID tests. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. I could be, I could be wrong, but I don't remember seeing a lot of uh, inactive due to COVID. Hey, do you remember a lot of those in the NFL? It seems like they may not be tested. On not on Sunday. Right. I've right. seen a couple on Saturday. Yes. Yes, the day before, it's absolutely happened, for sure. But I get a feeling they're not testing day of. So I would say... Do you, I want, to take the, do you want to take the points with Cam Newton? I can't. I can't. I, I, don't know, I don't know what to do with this game. I got no idea. It's just a... I like, uh, I like Carolina team total under. That's all I got. Um, You know, and the thing is, Tampa Bay just absolutely shit the bed last week against New Orleans. What the what the fuck was that? A home game against the Saints? They get shut out? What are we doing? I like the under in this game because I don't know which weapons Tampa actually has that you can trust. I'm not a big Ronald Jones guy, but when he's going to get the bulkier carries, you don't really have a choice because Fournette's injured, but I don't think Ronald Jones is good per se. So I like the under. I'm going to hold my nose, though. I'm going to take the points. I think, of course, Carolina's a mess, and don't try this at home because that involves expecting Cam Newton to not be totally terrible. Right. But Tampa's missing so many guys that I really have a hard time laying this number, particularly on the road. I'll take the division team getting 10 at home. I don't blame you. I, I don't blame you. This is a just a, a brutal. A it's brutal. awful. I'm this just, is my least favorite game on the entire card. I'm just looking to see, I'm just looking right. to see. Give me the points. Yeah, I'm looking to see who's out. Uh, I'm looking at cornerbacks. Uh, yeah, probably well, so Edwards is going to play. Winfield's out. You know what? Uh, give me the give me the better team. This is just an awful spot. I, I I don't blame you for taking the Panthers. It's a terrible spot, but Tampa's missing so many guys. I can at least make a case for Carolina. <laughs> But with these amount of weapons being out, including some of the defensive players being out, yeah, I really just can't look at myself backing a spread of 10 
with a team that's missing so many key guys. I, I could, just can't do I it. I can see not respecting yourself as a sports better if you if you don't take double digit po- points at home against a banged up team. I I, yeah. I I can't possibly argue against that. Real Jolly Rogers says Belichick gives booster shots each quarter. I don't fucking doubt that at all. If anybody was doing it, he would be the he would be the guy. Uh, Curdy Flirty says the Jets are the best bet of the day. No. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna talk about it. I, I got some thoughts on that. Unless they're playing, unless they're playing Vanderbilt, I don't believe that statement is true. Um, I just, although I, I think I like them, but yeah, we'll. Uh, we got to talk about the other New York team first. The other New Jersey team, as the Giants travel to uh, their dreaded rivals there in the, uh, the city of the uh, the big shoulders. No, that's Chicago. The city of brotherly love is Philadelphia. The Eagles minus 10. Another another 10-point favorite. Yippee. Get used to them, kids. 40 and a half is the number. Another another 10-point spread. Another number in the low 40s. Oh, the Giants. The Giants are so bad. Why why can't the Giants run the football, Scott? Can you tell me that? Why Why do they have arguably what we thought was one of the top five running backs in the NFL and they can't run the football is, is that one of the bigger mysteries of this season? I feel like the entire Joe judge experiment has been a solid mystery for the last two, three years, because I feel like everybody hates him. I don't think there's any players on the team who actually like him as a head coach, whether involved the random sprints he was making them do during the OTAs and during the actual training camp or whether it involves the fact they lose all the time. I don't think anybody actually likes Joe Judge on the on the roster, and I think he's gone at the end of the year anyway. The Joe you know, Judge experiment, that sounds like a bad acid rock band from the 60s in, in San Francisco. It really does. I mean, man, you guys, I'm sure that's how a lot of the players would describe the actual uh, <laughs> time with Joe Judge. It's a bad acid trip. Have you heard the new Joe Judge experiment? Uh, experiment? Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, psychedelic. Ma- Max Moran says, please don't stay in New Jersey with these teams. Not that many people know. All right, fine. You can you can you can have uh, New Jersey can enjoy Rutgers. That's fine. They got the devils. That's cool. Did they- the Giants announce who's starting this game? Because Glennon's been trying to start the last couple of games, but he's been so bad. How that bad you might just have to use Fromm by default. Uh Jake Fromm is expected to start, Scott. Daniel, they should. You know what Glennon is. He stinks. I, I don't know. You got to try to what see what the younger guy has. Sure. Why not? Uh, Adoree Jackson's questionable. I would, I would assume. I would assume it's COVID nineteen. I would assume he's on the on the way back. If they're questionable. Uh, <laughs> Philly's on the short week because they played against Washington. Yeah. The Giants did win the first meeting. Uh, it was a hideous game. I had the Eagles in that one. Rieger can't catch a cold if he wanted to. But I do think that the Giants are such a lost cause. I got to take Philly. I'm just looking up front. This Philly offensive line is so much better than this Giants defensive line. And we know the Giants can't score. Philly could score 21 points and still win this game by 15. Do you worry that Sanders is questionable with that quad? Not really, because he's always been banged up, but he still looks sharp. I think he's going to play. They still have uh, Howard to look pretty good as the backup. They still got Gainwell who they throw in every now and then. I'd be concerned if Sanders was constantly in the lineup, so you wouldn't know what the situation was. With that, I actually know what to expect from the backup running backs. They're really not a bad running back group. 
No, no, they're okay. They're okay. Uh, somebody was saying they're having trouble betting on Green Bay. I was seeing if we could. Unless they got pulled for some uh, injury news, that's that'll what, probably be back at some point. That's what I'm. That's what but, I'm wondering. Uh, I've still got it on. The, I've still got it on the board. Seven, seven and a half. From yeah. could surprise people. Maybe From looks sharp. Maybe he doesn't. But I got to take Philly. This team, I think, is actually good enough to make the playoffs in the NFC, which tells you how bad the NFC actually is at the bottom. Yeah. But the Giants, if they didn't quit on their coach already, then they're the most loyal team in the league because I think they quit on Judge about a month ago. You? I just, I, uh, man, I, I want to, I want to take ten points in a in a division game. You know, that's that's usually, that's usually a gift. With the team that won the first meeting. Yeah, with the team with the team that actually won the first meeting. I yep, absolutely true. Uh, Philly laid ten last week against Washington. Ended up ended up pushing that one, but the Giants looked so bad against Dallas, man. And, uh, they ran the football. Well, right. they have three turnovers and two turnovers on downs. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at, I think that's what that. I mean, they they ran the ball all right, but of course it didn't it didn't matter for the most part. Um, and they ran, and they, uh, yeah, they ran okay against the Chargers too. So yeah, I take it back. They're they're running the ball a little bit better, uh, but they did not run the ball at all against Philadelphia last time. Uh, just seventy yards, two point six yards per carry. I'm just looking at it that Hurts cannot possibly play worse than he did in the first meeting. If he even looks halfway decent, I think they'll win this game by fourteen. Fair enough. I think I think just. Just on general principles, I'm going to take the 10 points. Wait, so for general principle, you're taking the Giants, but you're taking the Buccaneers? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a, it's a okay. weird... I, I, like, I, like the, I like the Giants better than I like the Panthers right now. I think that they both have serious problems at quarterback, but the Giants at least have somebody that can run the football. So if they can... They can catch I a break. I, I think I like Carolina more because I know when they get into the red zone, they can actually score a touchdown every now and then. I can't say the same about the Giants. Yeah, that's legit. I think the Giants have to get up early. I think the Giants have to actually uh, at least kick a field goal and get out. If they start, if they have to, if they play from behind, if the if the Eagles get at the ten, it's not going to be a bad beat. If the Eagles yeah. get at the ten at any point, they're going to cover. No question about that. Um. Glennon isn't an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Well, we'll find out about Fromm. He didn't look that bad last week. He looked okay, but of course the Cowboys were already up. It was the final drive. They were playing prevent half the time. So you couldn't really read much into it. Yeah. It was a decent ball, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He actually does. Uh, Chargers at Texans. Another 10 and a half. Another double-digit spread. Yeah, Great times. Ten, this is a 10 and a half. If you, if you, if you like the other 10s, how about it? Can I interest you in a 10 and a half with the Chargers? Uh, Texans, Scott, I faded them last week with Jacksonville and man, they look good against Jacksonville. Does that mean they're a real team now? <laughs> no, I, I backed Houston <laughs> against Jacksonville last week because I said Jacksonville should never be laying five and a half, even against Alabama. And that's a joke, but still, I had no faith in Jacksonville laying that many points. Houston stinks, but I actually think Mills is an okay quarterback compared to what I thought he was going to be. Underratedly, the second best rookie quarterback this season. Behind Mac Jones. He's been better than Lawrence. He's been better than Zach Wilson. He's been better than every other quarterback that's come out this season. That's how bad the quarterback class has been. So there you go. But 
For this matchup, I'm taking the Chargers. Houston won a game. Good for them. Chargers are off that really tough loss to Kansas City in overtime. That was a Thursday night game. But I do think the extra time off is going to help. I think that Herbert's going to do whatever the hell he wants. And I do think that you will end up seeing the Chargers really just air it out on this team. Give me the Chargers. I know Eckler's dealing with COVID and he might not play. But I actually think Justin Jackson's not a bad running back. So I do think that they at least have a backup option that's capable of doing something in relief. The Chargers can win this game by 30 and nobody would be surprised. Give me the Chargers. Well, this is this is one of those games where I'm, it's very, very difficult to take a position at this point because the Texans have massive people that are questionable with COVID. And I don't know whether they're coming off or they're all they're all questionable, so nobody's officially out. So apparently everybody's vaxxed. They're just waiting on the test and the the viral load to be below thirty five or all the shit you learned this year that you never thought. All I know is that I saw that there was a comment before about how JC took the Falcons to be the highest scoring team this week at plus thirteen hundred. Mm-hmm. The Chargers should be favored on that list. If not, then I don't know why they wouldn't be. But there's a good chance the Chargers score thirty plus here. I just have a hard time expecting the Texans to get many stops, especially as you mentioned with the COVID issues with this team. Herbert's going to air it out, isn't he? You got to think so. You, you know, Chargers there's indoors as well because it's in, of course, Houston. Chargers can easily put up 35 here, maybe more. I'll tell you the two big things I worry about there for for the Chargers: Joey Bosa, oot, uh, with COVID. You know he's unvaxxed. and uh, Derwin James questionable with that hamstring injury that he had last week. My question for you, Scott, is even if Derwin James Scott, even if he starts, what do you get out of him? Do you, do you get a full game out of Derwin James? Is there any way that hamstring doesn't doesn't go? I think the counter argument would be who would he be helping out in coverage? It's not like Houston has many guys. I know Brandon Cooks was really good last week. Brevin Jordan I actually like as a tight end. I think he's actually been pretty good. But Well, Brandon Cooks is, of course, questionable with Houston. COVID. Yeah, but the issue that you have, of course, if Cooks is out, then the game's just over. I mean, they're not going to be able to move the ball, but the Chargers all season long have been awful against the run. Houston is pound for pound the worst run offense in the league. Rex Burkhead, that's all I I have to say to you. Rex Burkhead is their featured back. And you get a little bit of David Johnson in there. So the point is, is with all the uncertainties and the fact that this team cannot run the ball and they might be without Cooks, I have to take the Chargers. I think they're going to kill this team. All right. Yeah, I, I was on the fence, but then I, I saw Scott Chase Daniels questionable with COVID. If Chase Daniel is, que- is questionable, Chargers have no chance. On the bright side, Daniel can take a nap on his bed of money. I'm taking. I'm, ta- I'm taking. I'm taking the Texans. I'm, I'm taking the Texans there. I think this. Wait. So uh, you're I'm, you're really confusing me here on this show. Why? Because you're taking the points with the Giants. Yeah. Because of the fact that it's a double digit spread, whatever. Then yeah. you're backing Tampa, yep. even though they're missing a bunch of guys. Yep. And now you're backing Houston, even though you don't even know who's playing on their team. Right. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting ready to, I'm not making a $500 wager as we speak on this game. But if you ask me my opinion here, two days before game time, without having any fucking idea who's actually playing, that's my lane. I'm not, I'm not getting my balls okay. busted for fucking making a decision. I mean, that's, if if they have no if, if they have no Eckler like the Texans there if they have no are you just anti are you anti Charger yeah I think I think the Chargers are a team that absolutely plays with their fucking food 
And sure, they're a good team. And then they end up shitting the bed, and you're like, what the fuck was that about? So, no, I'm I'm not high on this Chargers team at all. Sure, another, it's another team with a lot of talent. But uh, they can absolutely play down to their level of competition at, at any time. So, no. This I think is- I would take the Texans in this spot had they beaten Kansas City because that would have been a very nice hangover spot. Yep. Following the loss there, I think it's a really nice get-right spot for, for the Chargers. Okay. All right. And it's, it's, again, it's certainly possible. But at this point, when you're looking at, this is one of those games where you're looking at the COVID list and it is impossible. It is impossible to make an informed decision right now on that game without having the information. That's something, that's one of those you got to wait till till the game day. I Um, like the over. Yeah, the Texans don't play a ton of defense there. I'll I'll ride with you on the over. I think I think that's probably. You mentioned Cooks be, potentially being out, et cetera, but I said straight up the Chargers might score forty two points in this game or yep. thirty five. So I kind of have to take the over. Yeah, and you know you saw what kind of an effect you know, and I know obviously the, the Chiefs had somebody to take a take advantage of the fact Derwin James was out, but he's a hell of he's a hell of a uh, integral cog in that defense. And if he's is he missing, that's going to be a problem. Um, JC says. <laughs> easy it's christmas eve um well that means nothing to this fucking guy that i'm with here today and doesn't even no christmas eve plans you're going out to, for chinese tonight or is that tomorrow uh no but i am i am getting some drinks with some friends tomorrow so we'll be drinking and we'll have some fun you is, you're going out somewhere to drink i'm going to uh, somebody's apartment We're oh okay apartment okay We're going like a full-on bar you're not going to a bar no, I got. You. We'll probably get a pong table going, play some beer pong, and just hang out. A, p- a pong table. This <laughs> guy is flipping his lucky coin under the desk. I ain't gonna lie. When you're looking, never fails. When you're looking, at, when you're looking at these COVID lists, that's that's exactly what a lot of this shit is right now. Lions and Falcons. Oh my, Scott. Falcons minus the five and a half. We've fallen into this trap before with the Lions winning a game, and you're like, oh, fuck, it's the Lions, you know? They Is it Tim Boyle uh, 2.0? Is it the Tim Boyle game part two? Is he is his, is Boyle starting in this one? They got – let me see here. Well, that's the thing you got to talk about because Goff has not officially been ruled out for this game, but he's trending doubtful. He is doubt- of, oh, doubtful of... with COVID. Oh, with yeah, Tim Boyle. Yep, I've got that official as Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle's expected to. We've start. seen Boyle play. Yeah, he can't play. Like He's fucking, awful. Like Peter, so, Peter Boyle. I, I, yeah, if you want to talk about teams that might score the fewest points this week, I think the Lions are a good contender because I despise their quarterback, who's just awful in this spot. Atlanta's defense I don't like, but I think it's good enough to limit Detroit with a. I mean, you talked about Glenn and potentially not being an NFL quarterback. Tim Boyle is actually not an NFL quarterback. He's just on a roster. No, so, <laughs> I, I t- Tim Boyle is the quarterback voted most likely to come up in a conversation about Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah, <pretty laughs> that's, much. that's all I'll say about that. Um, as far as the Falcons go, you know, this team, I'm not going to say this team is good, but they're better than I thought they'd be, Scott. They're more competitive. They played more surprising games than I thought they would. Well, that's um, the issue, because record-wise, they're better than I thought. Point differential-wise, they're about a negative 130. When they lose, they don't fuck around. They absolutely... Yeah, that is true. 
do not mess around at all. They win close ones and they lose avalanche games. Uh, I will say this about Atlanta. They are knock, knock, knock on wood. Not really uh, having any COVID problems right now. So the minimal amount of talent they have has not been decimated by COVID, unlike other teams uh, looking at you, Houston. So My favorite play in this game is the under. I kind of have to. Boyle, I think, is going to do nothing. And Atlanta's offense, we've seen Matt Ryan, who I think is basically washed at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. But he's not totally useless. I think he'll move the ball a little bit against this team. But I do like the under. I think you'll see a low-scoring, hideous game. I do like Atlanta, though. I saw a couple of six-and-a-halves available. Mm-hmm. I just don't think Tim Boyle should be in the league. Yeah. I know that Swift might come back, which is a huge boost to this team if he is able to come back. But if you cannot consistently throw the ball and you think that Atlanta, especially indoors, can even move it a little bit with Patterson, Gage I think has been really good the last couple of weeks, even Mike Davis has actually been decent running the ball the last couple of weeks and is a decent pass catcher. Atlanta's got some weapons. They're not very good weapons, but they got something. Without Hawkinson, I don't know if they can move the ball because I know Amon Ross St. Brown's good. Can Boyle get him the ball? I'm going to say no. No, and mi- missing missing Hawkinson is just huge. That's just cannot be cannot be overstated how much. That's a good point by Jolly Roger though. He says Atlanta hates the red zone. Matt Ryan might be, if he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, that's a big if, but I do think if he gets in, he is pound for pound the worst red zone quarterback to ever be a Hall of Famer. He has been awful in the red zone his entire career yep. for whatever reason. Not good, not good at all. Um, if you like to bet online, you can find that at six and a half minus 120. So I'm taking the six and a half because I expect by game time, once Goff's officially ruled out. Yeah. I don't know how Boyle's not getting at least a touchdown here. Yeah, we've already, and we've already seen the movement on that. It's not going to move it. Well, I mean, it may have some. You may have some regular movement. It's, they may hit it at six and a half still, just because that's a good number. But I think I think the Boyle instead of Golf has already been baked into that number for the most part. So yeah. I'm with you on the six and a half as well. Um, um I got to take the under. Yeah, yeah. I just I think I think it. I don't. I don't hate again. It's a it's a game that I'm not afraid to take the under, and I'm not afraid to take Atlanta team total over. Yeah, I agree. Um, That's the thing about totals, though. If you think that one team is going to do virtually nothing, then you're automatically leaning under, just based on how game flow usually would dictate that final score. Right. Some team, uh, uh, Curtis Floyd wants to know which which Falcons team shows up. Uh, The one that generally plays just good enough to win against shitty teams. That's the one. The one, not the one that gets blown out by good. Well, it, it, you know, you got to take the the official Falcons approach. You got to take them to take an early lead first half. And then when the Lions are plus 20 in game, you jump in and then the Falcons win by seven. Yeah, there you go. That's how that works. Isn't that usually how it goes? Um, let's move on to the, one of the more curious lines on the board for me. Uh, people, I think, have officially written off the Ravens at this point. Scott Bengals not playing good football right now. They are a three-point favorite to the Ravens. Uh, Bengals are the home team. Basically, the odds makers are saying they're uh, they're pretty evenly matched, and I'm not sure that I buy that. 45 is the number here. So again, let's uh, let's go to the big board and check the injuries, shall we? Uh, Scott, before we get rolling on that, um, got thoughts on this game? Does that seem is that number seem odd to you? Does that seem like Cincinnati ought to be figure, uh, favored over any kind of a decent team right now? So are we assuming Lamar's out for this game? 
Oh, that's what I'm. That's what I. That's what I want to see because that's that would certainly. Do do do. The line definitely suggests that Lamar is out. He's still he's still questionable. He's still officially questionable with that ankle injury. Now let me ask. I, this might sound like a crazy question, but I do have to bring it up because of last week's performance. Who would you rather have, a fifty percent Lamar Jackson or a hundred percent Tyler Huntley? I know Huntley did all right. Huntley had a, Huntley had a nice day. Um, I, I like th- Huntley. I watched him in preseason. I thought he was pretty good. I didn't think he'd be this good, but I definitely like the fact that Baltimore actually has a backup quarterback that fits their system mm-hmm. so they don't have to reinvent everything when one player gets injured. I do kind of think more teams should copy that type of ideology. But Cincinnati killed this team in the first meeting. Chase went nuts. We know that. Cincinnati offensively was awful last week, but Denver's defense is pretty good. Having said that, you know I always like to take an underdog or two to win outright. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Baltimore. I think this is a game that Baltimore wins. It's just a spot to me where Cincinnati's been underperforming as a favorite all season long. They're really good in the dog roll where people don't respect them. Right. But as soon as people buy in, they fall apart. Absolutely. Baltimore true. now is on the verge of missing the playoffs. And I do think that worst case scenario, this will be an extremely close game. I think Baltimore's very live to win this, mm-hmm. but I do think four and a half's a bit heavy. I'll take the points. You got the four and a half. Yeah. But I think Baltimore's got a serious shot to win the game. See, and this is man, there's been some serious movement before the. Uh, uh, well, what's Green Bay? Though? I've still Green got Bay's it. A top. That's, this a is top what. A top two team in the league, Green Bay. Top, yeah, uh, top four. You know, just uh, my question for you is: if if Baltimore converts the two point conversion, they beat Green Bay. Mm-hmm. What's the number? Um, I don't know that it's a one. Yeah, I don't know that it's a ton different, but it, it may be. There's a, there's a, a lot of diversity in this line, Scott. There are places that have it at three, and there are places that have it at four and a half or five. Just I'm just saying, if they beat Green Bay, they're roughly one. They're four and a half. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take Baltimore because I do think people are being reactionary on the record and the fact that Cincinnati's a playoff team and Baltimore's not. This line does seem a bit rich. Mm-hmm. I think this line should be closer to around two. Yeah. I was pricing it myself. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a, a weird number. When I when I saw it, I, I really thought it should have been closer to pick them for sure. Um, I don't think Huntley's getting enough respect. Both Harbaugh teams are getting smashed this week, says the real Jolly Roger. Um, and Rick Ruler says he knows Cincinnati like the back of his hand. Take Baltimore. <laughs> it sounds like a Chiefs fan right there. Cardi, I'm going to disagree with you there. I know that you're making the argument that Huntley is really just improvising half the time, but that's a skill in itself if you're able to extend plays and find openings. I was a fan of how involved he got Mark Andrews because I do think Andrews needs to play well if they're going to potentially win this game. But Huntley, are you expecting big things from a mid-round draft pick who's coming in in relief? No, but the point is he doesn't embarrass himself out there and he's not Tim Boyle, so what can go wrong? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. And, you know, the thing about Baltimore, 4-0 as an underdog this year, Scott. They, they relish yeah. the underdog no, lack of lack of respect role. So yeah, I think you have Until to... Cincinnati proves as a favorite, they're going to show up and deliver. I will fade them. I'm not convinced of either one of these defenses. I've got the over. Oh, I, I got to agree with you. Even though I like Baltimore's chances to win this game, 
I don't see a defensive struggle because Baltimore's missing so many guys on defense. Baltimore, I think, is going to move it. I think they'll be able to have some success. Cincinnati will, too. Give me the over. Okay. In this world, Calvin, at this time in world history, what is that from? I know that's from something. I can't think what that's fucking from. I feel I, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be pissed when I find out. Curdy Fuller says Baltimore first half. Yeah, don't hate that. Don't hate that at all. I don't mind. Rams Vikings Psycho Bowl. Uh, Rams minus three and a half. Uh, the Skull Brothers getting uh, getting the three in the hook. They're at home. Forty nine is the number. And as always with these numbers, if there's been a change, let me know. Like I said, I did this right before I went to bed last night. So, um, who we got? This one's daring you to take Los Angeles, right? See, like, I don't know, man. Vikings at home with points is is very is very tempting to me. And I'm saying the line's daring you, like it's a trap line, like they're daring you to take the Rams. Yeah, I know. You 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 think they're daring you to take the Rams? Yeah, because the Rams looked pretty solid the last couple of weeks. The Vikings. What do you want me to say? They couldn't move the ball against Chicago offensively? Yeah. They... I, I don't really know what I'm supposed to like about Minnesota. They've won a couple of primetime games. I can't say Cousins has played well, but they ended up beating Pittsburgh in a game that they tried to blow. They ended up beating Chicago, and Chicago stinks. So I'm not really going to buy much into that. If I'm playing Minnesota, I'm taking the first half because I do not trust Zimmer in the fourth quarter of a game. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I will. Uh, I think the Rams are due to shit the bed. I, I, um, let me see. I'm checking. I'm gonna check injuries here for everybody. Let's see who's on the COVID list, shall we, Scott? Mm, uh, look like the Rams are on the right side of their infection. Hey, they got they got over their outbreak. Yeah, it looks like they're on the. It looks like they're in, in pretty good shape there. As far as the Vikes go, well, what do we got? We got uh, uh, Dalvin Cook is out. That's uh, not ideal. I know you like Madison. Um, I just uh, Thielen. Cook, Cook's really, really good. I think Madison's one of the better backups in the league. Thielen's been says is questionable. Westbrook's going to play. Who do you trust more, Stafford or Cousins? Well, I'm gonna blindly go Stafford. Well, they've they've both oof. they've both looked bad at, at, at various times this year. You know, without Dalvin Cook, buddy, I'm gonna go the other way. I'm change I'm changing I'm changing horses here. I'm taking I'm taking the Rams, laying the points. I'm probably we're both on the Rams. I'll probably know. That's what I'm saying. I was I was gonna take the Vikings before, but without Dalvin. And Minnesota Cook. beat Green Bay at home, so they have had some good home wins. So I can understand if Minnesota wins outright, it wouldn't surprise me. But Minnesota is a team that I just don't expect to come from behind. And I think that if the Rams are able to stretch this defense out and if they're able to run the ball, I do think Minnesota might have to play catch up, which could get dangerous. And for me, I'm going to go with the Rams. But if Minnesota wins, I will definitely not be shocked. Let's put it that way. Jags and Jets. One of the games people were talking about the most, Scott. Um, it's a pick 'em right now. Uh, yeah, the Jets are are favored. Jets I think are, they're minus one now. Minus uh, one actually, now. it's gone to one and one and a half or two. Yeah, so it's it's gone from pick. A lot of that Jets money coming in. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Forty one and a half is the number. 
<laughs> well, Scott, I backed the Jags last week. That and makes one of us. That made uh, that was obviously not a ideal thing to do. Do I like the Jets? No, I do not. Do I like the Jags? Probably even less. Um, Rick Ruler says KC minus four and a half. Um, well, you know that I've had a good read on the Jets all season long. They are one of the teams I root for, unfortunately, but I've actually made some money betting against them, mostly first quarter betting. But, but I have made money fading them or backing them in some spots. But I'm going with the Jets. All right. I think it's a good spot. Yeah. Jackson Jacksonville had the ultimate oorah-rah game. You got rid of Urban Meyer. You had a chance to show, you know, and to show that it was the coach and that you're not a bunch of useless players. And then you came out and you look like a bunch of useless players. And I think the biggest concern for me isn't even the defense, which has been an issue. The truth is they haven't done anything well this season. Trevor Lawrence has stunk. And people give Wilson a hard time because Wilson, of course, has had moments where he has looked god-awful and he was leading the league in interceptions earlier in the season before he got injured. I think Lawrence has, what, one touchdown pass in the last six games combined? Yep. Yeah, he's had a brutal, brutal stretch. What the hell is happening? Uh, buyer's remorse would be my guess. So I'm going with the Jets. Jacksonville had their game to bounce back and to make a statement. Instead, they looked like Jacksonville. The Jets hung around with Miami. They blew the game. They were winning in the first half. Had a nice pick six against two to tie the game late. They couldn't get a stop on defense in the entire second half. But Miami's a team that's won six in a row right now. It's six in a row, right? It's not seven, right? Six in a row, correct. Pretty yeah. sure Miami's won six. The point is Miami's on a winning streak. But the Jets hung around. They actually played competent football for at least a half. Mm-hmm. That's more than Jacksonville's done. So give me the Jets. I think they'll win the game. I'm with you. Uh, I got the under 41 and a half there, too. Oh, boy. One of these teams is not going to put up double digits. Might be both of them. Could be could be 9-7. Could be, could be 10-6. I'm really torn on this one, actually. I think the over's got a shot because the Jets' defense is that bad. Yeah. You know what? Give me the over. Okay. Screw it. All right. I've had a read on this team. Give me Jets 23-20. 23-20? Yeah. Uh, I got bad news for you. Uh, oh, you uh, you want the over. Okay. All right. All right. You got it. Yeah. Still, still, four, still 41 and a half? Yeah. All right. It's a bold play with the over, but I do think that these defenses are so bad that something's got to give. Fair enough. All right, pedal to the metal time. We're fucking, we're, we're languishing here. Uh, Buffalo, New England, probably the, one of the two biggest games. Chiefs, Steelers, probably the other one. Buffalo is the road team here in New England. Uh, two and a half point favorites. And I've got the total at 43 how would Trevor Lawrence be doing on the Patriots, Scott? Real quick. Well, he has Belichick as a coach. Yeah, He'd be I, doing well. I think he would put him in an optimum position there. Absolutely. So you think Belichick's a better coach than Urban Meyer? Is that what you're saying? Yes. I think he's a little bit better. Jag- Urban Meyer has more college championships, though, so who knows? Yeah, Jaguars have mental health issues. I, <laughs> I agree, dude. I agree. So, Scott, is this a good Buffalo team or not? I think this team's a psycho team, okay. but I do think they're talented. The issue is... They can't really stop the run, which has been a concern. But they can't run the ball. So they're extremely one-dimensional. And if you can just, you know, pin your ears back, go after Allen and see what happens, I do think that you'll have issues. But 
We know New England won the first game. Toss it in the garbage. means nothing. You're playing in a 40-mile-per-hour windstorm. I'm not going to bother. I think that game's useless. Throw it out. I think it has no merit or no actual value on this game. This is going to be my underdog pick again for the week. I like Buffalo. I feel like people are all over New England because they won the first game and they don't trust Buffalo. I do think Buffalo offensively is significantly more talented than, than New England. And if Mac Jones has to throw the ball four more times in this game, unlike the first meeting, I'm not sure New England's offense can handle going blow for blow with Buffalo. I think Buffalo is going to move the ball. I'm actually going with Buffalo. I think they'll find a way to get it done. Bit of a hot take by me, but give me Buffalo. Okay. Let me see. Um, somebody mentioned that there's going to be a wind. Let's see. That's going to be. There might be, but it's not 40. So that that at least they can throw the ball a little bit in this capacity. That was world class there. It's going to be a. It's going to. It's going to line up now. There's going to be no wind. Uh, 11, 12. Yeah, not, not terrible. No, it's gonna it's gonna rain and be shitty like the in the morning, but it should be. But a serious fine. question: If Buffalo gets off to an early lead, do you think Mac Jones is good enough to come from behind? And I've yet to see it. Bother you, the Beasley's not playing this one? It's not ideal. I know Gabriel Davis also might be out or potentially going to be out in this one, so that, of course, hurts. But I don't know. I I got that. I don't know if it's a hunch. I don't know if it's the fact that I think Buffalo, in a game where they're still competing for a playoff spot, might just show up and circle the wagons. I'm going Buffalo. I think Indianapolis exposed a couple of holes in this Patriots team. I'll tell you what. This New England team has some serious questions at the wide receiver position. Uh, Harry, Aguilar, and Bourne are all questionable for this one. Uh, Bourne, COVID-19. The other ones actually have uh, other more football-related injuries as well as Damian Harris. Um, I know, I think they missed him last week. Um, I like the under. Yeah, I do. Both think, teams I, have virtually no receivers, so I, I got to take the under. I do think it, I do think it's another under um, situation there. I've got the Patriots minus the two and a half. I'll, uh, I don't blame you, Patriots and Foxborough. I'm just taking a stand. Fair enough. Yeah, that's legit. That's you know, and they're not like they're a you know nine point dog or anything. It's mm-hmm. you know that's legit, two and a half. legit for sure. Bears Seahawks Seahawks minus six and a half forty three is the number there. Um, I'm not going to spend much time on this one because I know that we want to go a little bit ahead mm-hmm. or faster. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Seahawks in the under. Uh, I don't like anything about Chicago. I don't know how they didn't quit on Nagy already. Uh, they obviously have. What are you supposed to say that's good about Chicago? Uh, not much on the offensive side, I'll tell you that much. Um, I certainly would And be. Seattle got Lockett back. I think that's huge. I certainly would be all over uh, Chicago team total under there as well. I think it's, I think it's another play. Uh, I don't, I, I don't like the Seattle team. I don't think, I don't think they're great, but I think, the, I think they're a touchdown better than the Bears. Uh, yeah, I agree. I'll, and I get no way do I want anything close to an over with a, with this Bears team. Not even a yep. chance. Uh-huh. All right, got you there. All right, and Steelers at Chiefs. That's the other big game this weekend. Are we gambling on Hill and Kelsey playing or no? Curdy uh, Flirty has, has, has to get his drink on. Merry Christmas, Kurt. Thanks for stopping by, buddy. Yep. I really appreciate it. Um, Happy holidays. Rick Ruler agrees with you, by the way, about Buffalo. He said he already bought the ticket. Cool. 
Uh, yes, we are gambling that. Um, yes, I think I think Kelsey and Hill. No additional new positives, which I think is a huge step. Yeah, that's a that's a big deal. They got Chris Jones back. That's a big deal. Um, I know we've faded the, the Steelers all year long to mixed results. I think this is too much. I think this is a letdown spot for the Chiefs. I think it's been a weird week of practice. Uh, I wouldn't be stunned if the Steelers jumped up and bit them right here. I really wouldn't. But I've got I've got the Steelers plus the eight and a half. I like Chiefs first half. I I had a play of the day that I ended up posting for this game actually about twenty minutes before we ended up. Yeah. Uh, going live Steelers terrible first half team I can just tell you what I got I got the Steelers team total first half under nine because they've scored nine combined points in the first half of their last four games yep so I think Kansas City gets up early Pittsburgh has been a very dangerous backdoor team because they're really good Mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter particular I go Chiefs first half maybe a live play on Steelers but I can't go against the Chiefs and Arrowhead. They've been so good in Arrowhead. I just have to. Jr. Black, give me the Chiefs and give me the under. Hill and Ke- Hill and Ke- Hill and Kelsey not already ruled out. No, they're not. They're still. Yeah. So give me the Chiefs and give me the under. Yeah, I'm. I definitely like the under there as well. I'm taking uh, the other side of that. I'm, I'm gambling on Hill and Kelsey playing. Obviously, but... uh, I, I think even if they play, um, I would. I, I'm probably going to hold off on this because I think if they play, I can get ten. At least nine and yep. a half. It was ten. It was ten early. So I should have jumped on that. I wish I didn't. Well, obviously, I wish I'd known that <laughs> the virus was coming. Uh, Broncos Raiders. <sighs> Raiders minus one. This is one of those games. that seemed like we were getting every every game a couple of weeks ago. Um, Do you think Drew Lock wins? Oh, fuck. Drew Lock. Drew Lock. Uh, Mizzou quarterbacks do so much. You're the Mizzou guy. Uh, they're, they're so much better when they're holding the clipboard. They really are. Um, I'm taking I'm taking the Broncos. You know they've got the, they've got the defense. Both of these offenses are really struggling right now. Um, Raiders I, on a short week as well. Yeah, Raiders on the uh, on that short week. This is another under for sure. This game's going to be disgusting, uh, but I'll take the team that I know can actually get stops. Plus, the Raiders had safety Jonathan Abram, who I can't call him a bust. He's okay. He's always injured. He's out for the year now, so I do think that's going to hurt the secondary. They have two good running backs in Denver, which is arguably two more than what Las Vegas has, because I think that Jacobs is okay. I like Williams. I like Gordon. So give me Denver. I think they'll run the ball well, because... Vegas really cannot stop the run. No. That's kind of the story of the game for me. So I'll take the Broncos yeah. in the under. Okay. Yeah, that's a. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of a weird thing. Denver actually gives up more yards per carry, but the Raiders give up more yards because people just hammer it at them. So, mm-hmm. um, Washington Dallas Scott. The last of our ten point spreads right here. Dallas is the home team at minus the ten. I know that's your. I know that's your other team. Um, oh, did you take the under on that one, by the way? On the Broncos Which Raiders? One? Yeah, the under. I thought so. Okay. Cowboys, uh, is, it, is it 10? Is it down to 10 now? I had it at 10 and a half. Now it is 10 across the board. So there's been a little bit of a little bit of well, Heineke got confirmed. Heineke got confirmed. So that's why it has moved a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, 
No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't take Dallas. Too many points. I kind of, I have to take Dallas. Okay. I'm in the exact opposite spot as you because the first meeting, I liked Washington, and of course my play that I won was the Cowboys team total under, mm-hmm. which ended up cashing against Washington. Uh, that was sorry, that wasn't against Washington. That was against the Giants, but I did like the Cowboys offense to struggle in that spot again because that's what they've been doing. But it's such a brutal spot for Washington because they didn't play on Monday. They played on Tuesday. Yeah. And if you saw how that game went against Philly, they got absolutely manhandled on the in the trenches. They were giving up five yards of carry. They're missing a bunch of defensive linemen still. I do think Dallas should come out and play well, especially in Jerry World. So, you know, it's in a dome. They look really good defensively, particularly at home. Heineke was so bad in the first meeting because they couldn't protect him. And the Cowboys' defensive line, is that a top three unit in football? It might be. That defensive line, when healthy, is absolutely nuts. I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm hoping Dak looks better in a dome as opposed to playing outdoors in December. Give me the Cowboys. I think they'll win. I like the under, though. Okay. Yeah, with the... the, uh... You know, I'm gonna, ta- I'll, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the other way, Scott. I'm going to. Uh, I'm gonna take the over in that one. Yeah, you can. I just. I know. I, I'm going to. It's such an awful spot. You're playing on a Tuesday, and then you get to match up against the Cowboys, and I don't think they can protect Heineke. I think that's going to be the story of the game. Yeah, it is. I'm counting on that. I'm counting on the Washington defense to step up just just enough. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's. That could you know you start. That's the that's the thing you take you start taking these teams with points and you know obviously they're bad teams and that's why you don't like the, the teams you just like the points. Uh, a lot of times that's true. I mean, statistically speaking, that's that's where the the, the numbers start getting in my head. What I, I I know I know how double digit spreads do, and it's generally a great investment to take double digit spreads in the NFL. So you know I, I have a hard time getting past that if you have your if you have your starting quarterback available. I think you've got a puncher's chance here, but you know it certainly it certainly could be thirty-one ten Dallas. No question about it. No no question about it. That would not stun me at all. We count money over here. Excellent, excellent, brother. That's what we're getting ready to do here as well. So Scott, that uh, that takes us to it as we have gone all the way through, and now there is only time to get it done. Let's do it. Get ready for our 5,000-star whale play, Fade the Public Sharks, one million unit lock of the century. That's right. That's right. This is That's how confident we are in these picks. Losers walk. Losers walk. I knew he wanted to say it. I went 0-1 last, year, last week. He went 1-0. Scott, last week, I took the Jaguars, minus 4.5. That didn't work out well for me, so I've learned my lesson. This week... Take the Jets, you coward. I'm taking the Jaguars team total under 19 and a half. We've, oh. t- we've talked a little. <laughs> what kind of noise was that? I heard an. I, I, I just thought you might be taking the Jets. I thought you might be going through with it. I am de facto taking the Jets, but I'm saying, I'm saying okay. I don't have quite enough confidence in the Jets offense, but I do lack any kind of confidence in this Jacksonville offense. They are absolutely. Positively horrific, Scott. The last time they broached 19 and a half, 
October the 17th, my friend, two weeks before Halloween, as they put up 23 against Miami. They have gone over this total exactly three times this season in their 14 games. Uh, just no. No, no, no. I know it's the Jets. I know they play defense like it's optional, but I have more confidence in this Jets defense than I do in a terrible terrible Jaguars offense. I mean, the Jaguars offense, they have put up, they they don't care whether they're playing a good defense or a bad defense. They put up uh, last week against Houston, 16 points. Uh, Atlanta, not exactly known for their defense, 14 points. So not good, not good at all, Scott. Uh, give me the team total under for the Jaguars of... 19 and a half. So we're sticking with a trend here because we both got team total unders, but I'm going to go back to the Bears and Seahawks game. I'm taking the Bears. Team total under 17 and a half at minus 125 on DraftKings. First of all, shout out to DraftKings. Every other book, it's 16 and a half, and we know 17 is a key number. So thank you for the extra free point there wait, crossing you, over a key wait, number. Wait, wait, wait. What are, you, what are you taking? A minus 125 play? What? Yeah. What the fuck? Can you do that? Why not? Well, it's a little juicy. I mean, we're kind of we're kind of keeping it on an even keel here. I didn't know we were buying points. You're making an argument about a minus one twenty five play. I gave out a minus one thirty something play like two weeks ago. Not on what our talking about. Not here. Not on the show. Is your play of the day? Maybe. Yes, I did. A minus one thirty team total under against uh, Denver at like minus one thirty three. Well, in fairness, which I, cash by the way? In but, fairness, I don't pay attention to you a lot, so <laughs> that's fine. I, I tune, I, I tune in and tune out. Play. So I may not, I may have, I may have been busy writing down your pick and didn't hear the juice. All right, fine. Either way, fine. Minus one twenty five. Reasons why fuck, I'm fading Chicago? I don't here. give a fuck why. Why wouldn't I fade Chicago? Right. You're, you, you watched the Monday night game. We all did. We were all miserable. We all wanted to watch a movie instead. But we saw they couldn't move the ball. Nagy's offense is useless. Chicago's averaging 17.1 points per game. The Seahawks' defense has actually not been that terrible. You hold the Rams to 20 points. There's really nothing to be ashamed of there. That's a solid performance there. They held Houston to 13. And on top of that, it's a snow game on Sunday. Supposed to be snow over there in Lumen Field. Also 12-mile-per-hour winds. I'm expecting to see some hideous football because of the weather, because of the fact that Chicago can't move the ball anyway. Seattle's defense, I think, will do enough to limit the Bears to field goals instead of touchdowns. The Bears might finish with 16. I don't think they're getting to 18 or higher. So give me the team total under. We counting money over here weighing in. My, well, minus 125 is solid. Fuck, whatever. Yeah. I draw the line for a show like this at around 135, 140. Okay. I draw the line there. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay, so everybody agreed. Minus 125 is fine. Okay, fine. That's that's good. Um, Somebody said we're not doing the Miami Saints game because that's the Monday night game. So we'll be doing we're that. We're sparing all of you because that is game is in book versus... To attack of a law. It's been an hour 20, fuckers. How long do you guys want to hang with us here? My God. <laughs> Let's go. Uh yeah, we'll do that on our Monday, on our Monday show. We'll talk about the we'll talk about the uh the matchup there of uh <laughs> to uh and Ian Book. Bookum Dano. Under. Most of us do Under. not have a- most of us do not have access to DraftKings. I agree, but 
my other argument on the other side of that uh, is the fact that it's available in New Jersey, it's available in Illinois, Iowa. But New Jersey is the is the number one sports betting state in the nation right now. If it's available there, I'm gonna I'm calling it in play. And I I know we give numbers out in books that are not available to everybody. I get it. I understand. Um, and some of you guys may not bet. A lot of a lot of people are also using a local bookie down the corner. So right. well, you know true. we can't really control what lines they're going to have. I know. You know I was uh I was surprised when I when I started with premium service and I and I talked to people about what they were how where they were betting. I was surprised how many people still use a guy. Just saying. That's that was well. A lot of people prefer to use credit fair enough yeah that's the that's the deal and that's the entire difference so jr blacks is a great show again thank you brother we appreciate it man um not in georgia yeah no did they can they bet in georgia georgia is it they have legal sports betting in georgia? Uh, i'm assuming you can bet online in georgia <laughs> i got nowhere to go i got nowhere else to go that's excellent that's excellent rick you know what movie that's from scott that's blues is that uh I mean, that just sounded like Belushi and Blues. No, it's it's it's, it's my it's my terrible that. Richard Gere. It's Officer and a Gentleman. When, oh, when I, I, that sounded like when he was hoping that the woman wouldn't shoot him. Please, oh. the phone got disconnected. <laughs> I, I was busy. Please I swear to God, me. it wasn't my fault. my fault. That's what it sounded like to me. No, this That's was in got. Luke Gossett Jr.'s "I Want Your D O R D O R Mayo D O R." Why aren't you out there with your whore friends? That's a great fucking movie. All right, thanks for sending me down that uh, send sending me down that uh, little rabbit hole there, guys. I I appreciate it absolutely. Hey, everybody, have a great weekend. Why don't you? Let's go out and uh, look at look at the bright side. Scott, nobody lost money today. Somebody said that already that they bet on Hawaii and they didn't lose. So there you go. Um, little Christmas present, you guys. Man, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. We didn't know how many we would have, so. We appreciate everybody, everybody stopping by and interacting as always. And uh, let's rock and roll. You guys have a great Christmas. If you're uh, if you're a Christmas celebrator, happy Christmas Eve, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, all that stuff. Scott, have a great time with the with the family. I know you'll have some fun with your buddies tonight, so enjoy that as well. You guys, good luck on all your NFL and NBA plays, not just tomorrow, but over the weekend as well. We'll be back. Monday, as we do it, you know, you know us. We'll be we'll be keeping it real. We'll be back Monday the twenty seventh, three p.m. Eastern, two p.m. Central, as we help you guys once again to head back to the window. You guys take care. Thanks again. We'll see you then. Bye bye.